Hello and welcome to another edition of Beer Breath Podcast. It is Wednesday, December 19th. On today's episode, we will talk um, a little about, well, I guess me in particular, I, I want to make another statement on Coach Kleiman. Um, we'll also talk about the Beer Breath Podcast Fantasy League, um, which is now in the playoffs. Um, and then we're going to kind of see where it goes after that. But before we get to that, we have to start every Wednesday episode like, well, we've basically been starting every episode like this. That's That's been meaningful, but um, we have to try our beer. So get ready. Bunch of friends having a blast. Get ready for the Beer Bread Podcast. Everybody's back in studio today, so it's if you've um, if you've been listening, hopefully you have. We have been kind of separated, uh, recording in different places, so haven't all been on the episodes uh, together. Uh, the studio is full today, um, but Sam is not able to make the podcast. But we're gonna still make the most out of it anyway. So good to be back together with everybody here. Um. So our beer today is the Dirty Bastard um, Beer by Founders. It is a Scotch-style ale out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, it's so good, it's almost wrong. Dark ruby in color and brewed with seven varieties of imported malts, complex and finish, with a hints of smoke and peat, paired with a malty richness and a right hook of hop power to give it bad attitude that a beer named Dirty Bastard has to live up to. Ain't for the wee lads. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, 12 full ounces. Full, not fluid ounces. Full ounces. <laughs> well, we have found out they're not, not short all beers are full empty. 12 ounces. Those empty ounces piss me off. Uh, my particular beer was brewed in March of this year, but it is uh, 8.5% kind of uh, coffee colored, I guess. Maybe a, a weak coffee color. Eh, probably a little bit. Mine looks like it's got some weird floaty stuff like in it. I was just going to say that, yeah. Yeah, it looks... These look My beer's got its own fucking universe. Dude, there is some <laughs> shit going on in there. What the, is that? The Milky Way is in mine. I'm going to... Uh, if I look at this too long, I'm going to drop it because I'm too entranced. The first thing I noticed was the inside of the cap says brewed for us. How selfish is us that? Specifically? I, us. It says us, U.S. Oh. Brewed for us. What if it said brewed <laughs> for a beer breath podcast? <laughs> That'd be tight. Imagine. We should brew our own beer. Dude, I'd be down. Brewed for a Doug. Can't be that hard. They sell those little kits, right? Yeah. Got to start somewhere. Have you ever tried to make your own ranch? <laughs> With the ranch packets. Yeah, it doesn't ever turn out very good. Somehow, though, okay, I might get heat for this, but I love, like... Ranch from like a restaurant way more than Hidden Valley. Well, you know, yeah. they say the Lamont Ranch well, is unreal. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, but I, some I'm, of it I'm can not be a really huge bad. fan of Hidden Valley, is what I'm saying. Some of it can be really bad. True. I don't restaurant like ranch. <clears throat> some of it is. What does a bad ranch taste like? Mayonnaise. Hmm. So that we're talking about ranch. Do, does everybody still put like 
only ranch on their salad because I've like grown out of that phase where I don't ever put ranch on a salad. Dorothy, I don't even like Dorothy ranch. Lynch, bro. I like spicy yeah. ranch actually. We had a sriracha ranch. Oh yeah, and it's really fucking good. Dude, like some fried pickle. Oh, fried yeah. pickles and some mm. and some sriracha ranch. Oh, <laughs> or the uh, ranch. at Chili's ranch. at Chili's what. Worcestershire ranch. Some strange. Worcestershire ranch. Well, might be on something there. Um, no, what was I going to say? Oh, that ranch from, uh, I think it's like an ancho chili ranch from Chili's that you get with the, uh, what is that? Chicken CBQs? bacon ranch quesadilla. Oh, my God. Yeah. I could drink that <laughs> stuff. And I don't like ranch. That's, that's, that's next level stuff. But I don't really like ranch. But you know those packets of ranch? If you put those in like a chili... Mm. Really good. Yeah. I've heard people doing that. I've never tried it. It gives it kind of a different, different twang, sort of. Mm. Chili's nuts because, like, like the chili com- competitions and stuff like that. But everybody's kind of got like their own version. Like some of it's just all like pureed, and a lot of it, you know, some of it has like chunks of everything. Chili's insane. I feel. I don't think that you can put something different in a chili, and somebody comes up to you and says, "Yeah, it's fucking stupid." Uh, you can't do I don't that. Know about that. Well, At I, work, somebody made it uh, <clears throat> vegetarian, but Uh-oh. not vegetarian with like without meat. There was like just a whole bunch of random things in there. It was not very good. <laughs> Can I, you call it chili if it's vegetarian? <laughs> I feel like that's kind of almost it's chili and meat. I don't know. Every did, chili has meat in it, doesn't it? Yeah, sort of I seem to think so. Like, was it like if I got served chili, a bowl of chili at a restaurant, and didn't have meat, and I would send it back? Why I guess it, at that point it's like tomato soup, kind of with beans. Why is it called chili? What makes it? Chili, chili seasoning you and eat it when it's chilly out. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a chili seasoning. Too I, sure. <laughs> I, I, everybody's got a base recipe, kind of like you said. Like I steal my mom's and then I just throw stuff in there that I like. Like I like it hotter, so I put like a little bit of hot sauce, some, oh, some yeah. peppers, some jalapenos. I put mm, a Chick Fil A sauce in it one time. It was nuts. Whoa, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It was really good because <laughs> it was like sweet at that point. Yeah, it's like I mean, you might as well put I, fucking sugar okay, in does it. Does anybody else put ketchup in their chili every once in a while? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. put a little bit no. of ketchup. Yeah, I'll put ketchup and some shredded cheese in there. Sour cream. Mm-hmm. I have every once sour in a cream. while. But... That sounds good. Though. Yeah, sour cream. My brother put me on that. That's next level. I don't like sour cream, but sour cream mixed and stuff like that is, baked, is really good. Baked potato, sour cream, and mm. baked potatoes. Maybe I designed. should try sour cream again. I feel like it might be my ranch. Because remember, you guys crucified me for not liking ranch, and then I went to <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings, and like it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Weird that something everybody else likes is actually kind of <laughs> good. Well, I mean, I don't like it on anything else. Well, it's not like you're taking the tub of sour cream out and just scooping it in your mouth <laughs> eat it like ice cream no i know but like like on chipotle or something yeah i yeah, mean it's yeah. always mixed in with shit yeah yeah, yeah like just... when I, you have it in a casserole it's in like every casserole ever mm-hmm. or some people put it in like mashed potatoes oh yeah mm-hmm. i don't know about that cream no, cheese it's, mashed it's super too. good mashed potatoes it makes them like really smooth and creamy mm. it does but you can get too much of it and then your mashed potatoes are like i don't know like tangy dude what about the mashed potatoes that they don't clump up all the way and they also have the peels in it still like they just left the 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 peel of the potato and they leave kind of chunky i used to you not like, like those that. or no i kind of like them they've grown on me texas I, roadhouse see, has i love uh potato skins yeah i'll eat like if i have a baked potato usually i'll take a couple bites of the potato skin after like the bag of potato skins the bacon and cheddar ones yeah. Yeah. TGI I, friday. TGI. Oh, shit. or no 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 you mean yeah, like yeah. the chips yeah yeah the tgi yeah. friday ones from like like the chips though or are you talking yeah, like the frozen that's like ones? the brand, TGI Friday's brand of potato skins. But like potato skins as an appetizer too. Like they scoop out all the potatoes mm-hmm. and they put cheese and bacon and Chives. sour cream and stuff on there. So good. It's amazing. Oh, fuck. 
Here we go with the appetizers. Goddamn appetizers. Can't get away from it. Give me appetizers with a side of mashed potatoes with the peel and the clumps in it, and I'll probably just be good for the rest of my Don't life. Don't people usually get like red potatoes when they do, when they do like just the right? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Potatoes are nuts. There's so many different kinds. Sweet potatoes. Have you ever had smashed <laughs> potatoes? Smashed potatoes. Just like fingerlings good. that you smash down and yeah. put oil on? Pretty much. Yeah, those are really good, and you bake them. Bake them up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put a whole bunch of Did you of guys, on. when you were little, did you take the skin off, like, off of the potato? Or did you just like- like peel the potato? Yeah, peel the potato. To do what? Make mashed potatoes? No, to like eat your your baked potato, but you didn't like the peel. No. Oh no, I I yeah. I used I to scoop the inside out of it, but then I grew up. Yeah. This might be a shocker, <laughs> but when I was little I used to peel the skin off of it. Because I didn't like it. I just scooped Weird. everything well, out of the skin. You just eat out of the peel yeah, if yeah. you don't like it. Yeah, I know. That's I, what I did. Once I stopped being a pussy, that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> once I was fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was nice. Uh, <laughs> back to the Founders beer. My uh, So I've had this before off of tap. I kind of forgot how it tasted. Um, but I had it actually when I was in Michigan, and it was, it's a very popular beer up there. First first drink, what does everybody think? I get the smoke out of it. I smell the a little peaty, the peaty flavor. Yeah, a little smoky. Once again, I had some uh, Jesus, chocolate. Mike, thanks Mike's to- like fire. <laughs> Pretty much gone on his beer over there. Oh, uh, <clears throat> Trey brought some chocolate in, so I had a piece of that, and so I think that's once once again uh, hindering my taste buds a little bit. But might be get you every time. Get some palate cleansers in here. Yeah. Yeah. What was that shit that Skyler was talking about? You ever heard of this lemon brine or something? Lemon, no, limoncello. limoncello yeah. yeah, I have a little bottle of it upstairs. It's an really? Italian thing. It, yeah. it, but it's got alcohol in it. Yeah, uh-huh. it's super popular in Italy. Yeah, that you can get it here. It's just not. What he's talking about yeah. for, from Italy, and I was like, I don't, I've never heard of that. Yeah, I heard that on the cast. I didn't realize he went and studied a semester. I, I like, me, well, it wasn't a semester, it's like a month. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, so it's a vacation. Yeah. It's funny because we were listening to it, and I was like, so it's a vacation. And then one of you guys is like, sounds yeah, like so- a long vacation. <laughs> he ended up staying over there for like five weeks afterwards, though, because Kelsey's family went on vacation. So is that like, when they it- went to Santorini? I think so. They timed it where he like got done and they were there for like the last three days. He was still in school. And then afterwards, he was just there for like another month. Clutch. Must be. Clutch planning. Yeah. Wonder who thought that one up. <laughs> Almost like it was meant to happen before he went over there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Weird. <laughs> Have the floaties gone away on this yet? Nope. Still there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, st- I'm still kind of, uh, <clears throat> kind of trippy. It's like, yeah, it's just like bubble mm-hmm. suspended. It's kind of like a shitty lava lamp. Yeah. <laughs> like a dusty That's one. That's a broken one that you take back to Spencer's. It looks like the it looks like the thing that they keep showing on like Facebook that they used to calm kids down with like glitter. You shake it and it's like don't sit <laughs> you can't get up till it settles out. This is what but we this shit is n- never settling. <laughs> hey, I went and looked so for those uh, for three years. lava lamps at Menards. They didn't have them. Ad lied. Does anywhere s- sell lava lamps other than Spencer's gifts? Apparently Menards does. Actually, they did ad- have some there, but they were twenty dollars. They didn't have the uh, the ones on sale. Just ask Kale. He knows where to get all that funky shit. <clears throat> I think Kale just stumbles <laughs> upon that shit at like garage sales or something. Or he know. spends hours on Amazon. <clears throat> I was going to say Amazon's probably where he gets it. <laughs> Everything's on Amazon. Lava lamps. They're freaking nuts. Remember he bought that TV on Amazon and it got there in 16 hours or something like that? Do you remember that? I kind of do, yeah. That was actually probably after you moved out because it was in the hunting I kind of remember him buying. No, he was there. You I kind of remember the process of him buying it, though. Yeah, he just bought a TV on Amazon, and it was there. It wasn't even a full day. When I was in um, Tampa, because there was like a there was like a uh, 
plant in Tampa, I guess. Um, you would buy it in the morning and be there in the afternoon. Yeah. It was absurd. That's crazy. Yeah, it was amazing. It's like that actually. drone delivery shit that they're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a drone came to my little apartment, but crazy the things are trying nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he didn't live. <laughs> so funny. Okay, so everybody's initial reaction is the bubbles are trippy, but it's and it's fine. It's okay. It's all right. It's just kind of eh to me. Okay. So far. We'll keep drinking on it and then come back to it um, after the show. So we'll dive right in then to... Um, I just want to touch on the Coach Climate stuff. So Coach Climate has been the the leader of the Cats now for... What's it been? Oh, week and three days. Week and two days. Or has it been a week? It's Didn't he announce on Monday? Week. Huh? Didn't he announce on a Monday? <clears throat> Yeah, I'm pretty. So it's been so a it's been Wednesday. Week. Okay, yeah, whatever. Week in two days, three days. It is the week of the third day. Anyways, so wait, that doesn't make sense. The week of the third day. <laughs> <laughs> over right. a week, just say yeah. over a week. So, um, hey, if you listen to the podcast, I I did a bit of a a rant that was one after one hour after he was hired. Um, and I meant everything that I said in that. I will start this by that because I've been accused by one of our listeners, Kale Jansen, of flipping my opinion on things. So I want this to be known that I'm not flipping my opinion on things. Um, I said at the beginning, if you listened, that it was a bit of an, an emotional overreaction. What are fucking podcast? What are you listening to podcasts for? Are you listening to me to get smarter? Like, no, you're listening to me to, I don't know. Have something to do, I guess. Anyways, um, since you've heard him talk, and it sounds silly saying it loud, but since I've heard him talk and everything, he has won me. I mean, he's saying all the right things. He's won me over. I'll say I still don't know that he he would not have been my first choice. Um, and I think that my reaction was on par with a lot of K-State fans during that time. Um, but then the things that he said in a couple days after that, um, he... Uh, it was people have started to flip the complete opposite way from thinking it was a miserable hire to thinking this is the guy that we could have dreamed of having. I think both of those are wrong. Um, overall, I there's it's somewhere in the middle. I think that he's fine. He's a good culture fit for Kansas state. Um, that that's something you have to come to terms with though. Cause what does that mean? A good culture fit for Kansas state. If you have an FCS coach, right? Like small town, kind of you know gonna have to settle for lower guys that's that's the stuff that i i didn't want out of a head coach but you know watching his team play a couple different times they are very disciplined um and you know i think he obviously gets the best out of his guys everything that he said during his press conferences he's been uh very motivating he's a player's guy i think you know with coach snyder he was not a player's coach so there's been a lot of uh positive reaction from the players which ultimately doesn't matter what I think. I'm not playing for him. I get to choose to go to the games or not. But that's my, that's my second take, I guess, for anybody who cares. Is uh, I'll I'm willing to give him a chance now. So I'll roll it back a little. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I don't know really what I could have possibly said. There's really nothing that you can say w- until it comes. August or September next year. Um, we just have to wait and see. The one thing that I will say is that 
Could the man not put fucking pants on in that goddamn first initial video he did? I guess <laughs> I didn't suck see his it. shirt in. He, yeah, I if mean, he, who knows if, if he, he was pants. I don't think he... I'm just going to make the assumption he wasn't wearing pants, and that's why he didn't tuck his shirt in. He just went risky business on him. Yeah. And <laughs> well, he had a jacket on, too. I guess I did see it, but I didn't notice and no pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, his pants well, weren't... His shirt wasn't tucked in. It's debate. His shirt wasn't tucked in, and you couldn't see his legs. I'm thinking he didn't have pants on. It was a camera fault then. They sh- should have got a little closer on him as well. Yeah. He yeah. was hoping on. So yeah. time out. He was in a suit jacket, like a suit. He yeah. had a button up shirt and a suit jacket on, and you could see 65 buttons of the fucking t shirt. <laughs> and, and it was just flapping in the breeze down there. That's awesome. <laughs> and yeah, it just didn't and look like What are we like talking he about pants. here? Flapping in the breeze. Oh, flapping in the breeze. Yeah. His coattails and his balls. Yeah. <laughs> He was too yeah. busy winning, winning the dang day. He couldn't put fucking pants on for 45 <laughs> seconds of a video. So I guess the win the dang day thing, I didn't realize that it was that he meant to say. Like, I thought he was just like being emotional at that moment. Like, win the dang day. But like, mm-hmm. that's his actual, like, that's his mantra. That's his thing. Which is like, I mean, yeah, whatever. The fan base has embraced it. Yeah. And it's kind of cool, I guess. Like, again, the reason why it was an overreaction by me and now why everybody loves him is because as a fan base, as far as football goes, we've been so starved for any access into the program, any videos of what goes on behind the scenes, any access to assistant coaches, any people on the recruiting trail. So we get a little bit of that and it's like, this is exactly what we wanted out of anybody. And that's fine. But you know, until you get on the gridiron, I stand by, hey, next year is going to be like a two to four, five win season. I mean, five wins would be, I mean, pretty good at that point. If he got it to eight wins, then I'd be thinking like, yeah, we have the next Jim Trestle on our hands. But I'd, if he gets eight wins out of this roster in as bad a shape as it is in the in the schedule that we have next year, that would be a miracle, I feel. So every social media comment section is like the most toxic thing of all time, right? <laughs> Always. Yeah. Every fan base of all time. It every so time do I. It's just like a fucking car wreck. You have to. But I, uh, the thing that I, and I, obviously I don't like K-State, but the thing that made me like chuckle out loud was, uh, um, I think, I can't remember which outlet it was or whatever, but I think in that first, like he's talking to the players, he said, win the dang day a couple times. I think he maybe said ass, right? Two other, like, those are, like, the most PG, profane words of all time. The first thing I noticed was at least five people were like, "He, I could have done without the profanity. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, get the fuck out of sports. Quit that's watching like, sports. That's, like, the most, like, no offense to any old people that might <laughs> listen to this show, but that's, like, the most, like, old school way of thinking, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. That's right. the most get off my lawn, yeah. you dang kids. Yeah, it, I, I, I'm, that too. I was upset at your own fan base, at your guys' fan base for that. I'm like, dude, he said ass. Like, <laughs> they say that on Nickelodeon on Saturday mornings. Come on. Yeah, just wait until, if they heard what some of the coaches said, even what Coach Snyder said during games. Exactly. It's not like he was an angel during no. games. He said fuck all the time during Get games. Get the ball in the fucking air. <laughs> <laughs> Get the dang ball up. Get the damn ball up. <laughs> but yeah, that I feel like... I feel like the players would sooner react at any program to somebody who says, you know, let's fucking go. Let's like, let's do something rather than come on now. Yeah. And, and 
and mommy and daddy glove with them. And that's the same society that calls us weak. Yeah, they, I, that's the same society okay. that's calling us weak that can't handle someone saying ass in a fucking. I'm gonna put my grandma on blast here for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but grandma. she hates the video boards at the stadium. Absolutely hates them. She's like, I'm trying to watch the game. And those things are going off. I can't concentrate. <laughs> and she also despises when we play like up tempo, like loud beat music. They're like, she's like, I don't know why it needs to be so loud. And I was like, Grandma, it's to get like the crowd and the players into it. Like it's a big thing. She's like, Well, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I'm trying to watch the game. I can't hear anything or talk to anybody beside me. And it's that mentality that I can't believe he said ass. For everybody to hear. It's that mentality that gets you playing uh, like right now from Van Halen still before every football game. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or days like these uh, before every football game to get you pumped up. How as a player, honestly, like going from playing 80s, like mild rock and roll, not even like hard for the 80s, like 80s mild rock and roll to I, I mean, I don't know what he's going to do for pregame, but I'm imagining <laughs> like will play more of a rap song than We Ready, which is the most hood song that we play during pregame. I imagine they're probably going to get a little bit more hyped than mm-hmm. than that. Or at practice, when we're sitting there and we play crowd noise, crowd noise <laughs> which is just a jet engine, which, I mean, lots of schools do that, but when we turn on music, it's like Bon Jovi. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> I mean B- Baker ain't standing in the middle of the NFL football field dancing like he's dancing this week to fucking Bon Jovi. <laughs> he's saying. getting his vibe onto some shit. Not every, some every, every, <laughs> every Linden High School football player ever uh, in the past two decades would just thrive at fucking K State because that's the pregame warm up that we had. It was <sighs> Markop picked out those songs specifically because that's what K State played in their pregame. And it was. <laughs> A little future Sick. future switch up for the cat or for the uh, Linden Tigers maybe might have. I don't know I <laughs> didn't do a football game last year so they might have switched it already I hope we can uh, get past playing proud of the house we built and stand up for the champions okay stand up for the champions is terrible yes. because that it's makes miserable. me so it makes mad. me so mad we've won two conference championships in the past thirty years well the past hundred and well no we won one in like the forties or something and that let's say the past thirty years in coaches era. You don't. We don't need to play stand up for the champions at fucking pregame. Well, also, We're not champions. It's not only the message; it's just the song itself is terrible. It's not like a cool song. It so was, even if it was like, even if we had only won two and it was a cool song, still it might be okay. It was only cool when it went along with the video. Yeah, in, in two thousand three. Yeah, and it was c- cool until about two thousand five. Yeah. Once we got off that high, and then we sucked again at football. And proud of this house, I actually, I didn't mind so much. Like I got. It's part of the pregame stuff. It plays early enough that nobody. Well, wait. When does it play? No, it plays, yeah, it plays pretty right early. before like the Star Spangled Banner and stuff. Right before the band comes out. I thought it was when they were running out. No, no. It's a little bit before that. I'm stupid. I I think it does need to play beforehand. Like no one's getting pumped up well, know, players, as a player. The go. players are in the locker room at that point anyway. Yeah. Was it during pregame video that he plays? Is it yeah. at the end of the pregame video that it plays? It's, no. it's proud of this house, but it's it's more like there's a video to go along with it to like it recaps all the other years and like when you think about the history of K State, well, yeah. the recent history, and when I say recent, the past thirty years, it makes a little bit more sense. But I agree. Like I evidently um, one of the beat writers, uh, Kellis Robinette, from he went up to North Dakota State since they're not in a bowl game. He went to one of their. Um, well, their last playoff game, I guess. Their semifinal game. Yeah, their semifinal game. And uh, they do like a 
they do like a thunderstruck thing because they are in a dome so they can like turn the lights off mm-hmm. and it was actually pretty cool for like a for a fcs school mm-hmm. to and everybody i mean it got pretty fucking loud in there giving it to dome so it's going to be loud regardless but yeah it'll be interesting to see to see how it works i it's it's exciting getting a new coach is always <clears throat> i mean this is the first time in a long time that k-state has ku's been through it a little bit more but it's always it's always exciting and nerve-wracking mm-hmm. i think that there's probably this is probably the most excitement ku has had with their head coach since i don't even know I mean, even Charlie Weiss. Charlie was, Weiss actually brought excitement, but it was kind of like it was like that nervous, like it was. Yeah, it was angst to more than it was anything. Like the thing that I am most excited about with Les and what he did was his his uh, his coordinators. He brought in like home run hitters for like at least his offensive coordinator and some of his like position drill, like his position guys are just good, good, good hires. I didn't see who he whose offensive coordinator was. Chip Lindsey Auburn's <clears throat> offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that he he was like actually I did read that, I guess, and I had heard that he kind of was responsible for turning Auburn's offense around and then Gus kind of got involved and that's when it started to That's what they say. I mean obviously it's all speculation, but I've heard it's like a you know Less is old, so it's like a higher in weight type thing. You know, I think Chip's one of the higher profile offensive minds, at least in the SEC. Yeah, they say, anyways. So we'll see. I was really against the well. I mean, I don't particularly care because I don't like KU, but I was. If I would have been a KU fan, I would have been less excited about the less hire. But as I think about it, it's kind of like if we would have hired Levitt or whatever. And you're, I mean, he's not going to be your coach for a long, extended amount of time. You just want him to win ball games, and so mm-hmm. as long as he makes a hire where there's a coordinator. Um, you know, as long as there's a coordinator that's like, hey, this is our head coach and waiting, like, we're not going to start over in five years. We're yeah. going to, like, keep it around. I think that would be a good thing. But yeah, I don't know how to feel about, like, KU if they do become good or even better, like, competitive in the Big 12. I don't know how to feel about that because, like, growing up in football, other than, like, a couple years there in the middle, it's been such a beat down. And then, likewise, in basketball, you mm-hmm. know, the other way. It's like, you know, you look at like the Michigan-Ohio State rivalries or the Alabama-Auburn, and those are always competitive, and that's what makes them such big games. But it's almost like there's such like a negative stigma around K-State basketball or KU football that like if you lose to them, it's just hard to gut mm-hmm. <laughs> what that is. So I don't know what I would think about that. I mean, I guess it, if it's a good game. We're not going to be like great next year. Like no, that's no, like no. important to understand. But neither K-State. Yeah. But it'll, I, I, like I said, I, I'm more excited about his, his coordinators and who he hired. The Texas Tech receivers coach, four kids decommitted from Texas Tech when that court, that coach left, and all four of them are now like seriously considering KU. And one of them's a four star D end, one of them's a four star receiver. I mean, he's that's the thing that Les did. Like he, and he, and he wasn't stupid. He kept Tony Hole, which is the Louisiana line. He kept him. At least that's what it seems like. He's keeping him on staff. Smart. That's the best players in our program right now. Is the guys he's brought in. Yeah. And then. uh and then, um, yeah, that Texas route, I mean, that's what he did. He found someone all over the country. And then our, our defensive backs coach is from Georgia, was an All-American for him. And I think he was an All-American. I might be wrong. But he played in the NFL. Badass college defensive back guy. And he's brought in three or four. I mean, J- Jaden Russell is the best defensive back in Kansas. Brought him in. So it's like, there's some big gets. And that's what's exciting. I'm scared they're going to hit Juco's a little bit too hard. But, I mean, less as an expectation. So. Yeah. And when you try to fill rosters, I mean, K-State's going to run into that too a little yep. bit. Like, we don't have a scholarship running back right now. Like, Barnes left. We don't have one. 
We don't. It's not that we have a bad one. We don't have one. Well, we have Mike McCoy, but he's like maybe not going to play football again. That's crazy. Which sucks because he would be a freaking monster. But you know, there could be reason to be optimistic about him, but we won't know. And it leaves us in a bad situation in spring. We if we have two, we have no scholarship running backs, but we also only have like two non scholarship running backs. And one was a punter. Bernardo, whatever, is turned to a running back now. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Are you Nard kidding dog? me? Let's go. Nard Dog <laughs> is a freaking running back Nard now. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane if that's true. But you know what's also what's insane about that? What it made me think of was when we played Texas, Texas was ranked in 2012 when we won the uh, Big 12 championship. Their backup quarterback was a punter. He was listed as a punter on the roster. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that because somebody got hurt, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, was it David Ash? Maybe I can't remember, but it, they were down the depth chart far. It was Case and McCoy, if, and, and if, then it was a fucking punter as their backup yeah, quarterback. If somebody got hurt, then the punter was going to come in and play quarterback for the fucking brand. Let's go! That's awesome. <laughs> that would have been the ultimate for the brand moment, like. He's coming in, and he's a fucking punter. <laughs> That's amazing. Absurd. Anything else? I don't really have anything to add to uh, old CK. Wait and see this fall. <laughs> the good thing is that he's generated enough excitement with the fan base that the stadium won't be empty like everybody was threatening. <laughs> to sell their season tickets, and I don't think that's the case anymore. <laughs> So that'll be good. <laughs> it was least. funny because when all this broke, it was almost 50-50 of people just absolutely hating the the call, hating the hire. And then people, you know, you've got all those super fans that are saying, oh, my God, you know, can't wait. He's going to be so good, blah, 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 <laughs> just on their knees uh, right out of the gate. And now, it, I mean, it's just kind of mellowed out, which is good to see. Well, you, um, at this point, if you're a K State fan, like, at what are you going to do? Yeah, at mad. the beginning, I was super mad, obviously, because I, my bias thought we could do better, and maybe we couldn't in all actuality. But at the same time, I'm still I've been a K State fan my entire life. I'm not just going to all of a sudden quit being a K State yeah, fan because yeah. of a coach that we hire. Yeah, and so like at that point, I just ex I mean, you have to accept it what and roll do? with it and. You have to be excited about it, otherwise you're just going to be miserable. There's only so many emails you can write. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So me saying on at the end of the cast, uh, go Cats. Probably the last time I ever say that was a little dramatic is what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. Burn the boats. Burn the Leave boats. the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, so funny. Well, we won't really... Football is basically dead to me now. Uh Actually, I take that back. I'm looking forward to the Alabama OU college football playoff game. I think that it, OU will probably still lose by a decent margin, but I'm excited to see if Oklahoma can actually hang points, which I heard Hollywood Brown is hurt, which really plays yeah, a role. He's out, yeah. So that, that sucks, obviously, for <clears throat> them, but I'm excited about that. The other thing I'm excited about would be, uh, well... Maybe is the Beer Breath uh, podcast fo fantasy league, which I can give two fucks about, honestly. <laughs> yeah, me neither. This is how it happens when you come to playoffs. Like the people in the playoffs care enough to still pay attention because it's like there's money on the line. 
Um, and the people that aren't in the playoffs, like you'll be lucky if they change their, you'll be lucky if they change their uh, lineup. So I w- had a tough draw with Mike in the playoffs. I faced him last week or two weeks ago. And then I faced him last week, and I was down by eight, and he had the three-point home field advantage. And this week, he had the worst fantasy week of his easily. entire season, easily. I mean, he's going to score like 83 points. I have to put forth a respectable effort. I had one touchdown on my entire fucking roster, <laughs> including my quarterback. <clears throat> I'm going to fucking lose. Unless There's McCaffrey no, goes no, off for like McCaffrey's 35. McCaffrey's going to have 30 tonight. No, he's not going to have a fucking point. He better not have a fucking point. Because <laughs> <laughs> Newton can't go off in my game or I'm fucked. I'm looking at it now. He's got If Newton score, well, he's got to score like 40 points. But You're you're fine. McCaffrey will score 30. And Kurt yeah, but you have Curtis Samuel. Well, OJ going on right now? I know. I wish Sam was on the podcast so I could channel Samuel Juices so I could get Curtis Samuel a couple of touchdowns tonight. <laughs> There's no way. It, basically, if he has over two points, it's over. He he can have one catch because – and that pisses me off so fucking bad. That's exactly what I needed to have happen because I got so lucky in the first round because Mike had Derrick Henry on his bench the first week and Henry had 49 points. And he also like had 30 again last week and I kept him on my bench. Yeah, I don't really so understand. So if I the started them, so then much. it would have been it would have been a bloodbath. Zero. <laughs> zero, 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 two point five yeah. chances, zero. <clears throat> so there was games on Saturday this week, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler had to be salty as shit. So it was like a two point game at the end of last week, and then this week, uh, on the route in route, I went to the Kansas City game this Thursday. Uh, got a little rowdy, but in route, I was like, "Fuck it!" Like, where's not playing? I've got to hit a home run to beat Tyler to get to the finals. Picked up Williams. Dude goes off for 24 points. 24 points. So I was like, it, even at the game, I texted our group. I was like, wow, Williams pick up OP. And then I also, on Saturday, the freaking Houston, Houston kicker scored 22 points. I that saw that. So like, in the first, in the first like two days of the week, like Tyler had barely played anybody. And two, two of my players alone, just a kicker and a running back, scored 50 points. You're not much. beating anybody if their kicker has 22 fucking points. Like, let's just get that out there. Yeah. If they have 22 points, you're not beating anybody. Well, and then Mixon scored 25 for me, too, so, I mean. <clears throat> the thing that was not really funny, but I I was on the waiver wire, and I picked up Damian <clears throat> Williams, and I had it in the thing. I was like, ah, there's no point. I'm not going to start him anyway. And so I just let it be. So you're reaping the benefits of my Thanks. non-waiver maybe wire pickup. You're, maybe you're, we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> see you next week. There's no way that McCaffrey's not going off for 30 tonight without Samuel having something. There's no way. Your uh, three players scored more than my whole fucking team did. Probably <laughs> added up the whole fantasy year. Yeah. Dude, I was giving you handouts early in the season, too, because there was running backs I was going to pick up, and you were bitching about everybody being hurt. You I remember p- that? And I, I was hitting you up, and yeah. I was like, dude, pick up James I, White. For I me. did. Yeah, I know. And he got five fucking points. Well, then they all got healthy again. That was the problem. (laughs) Keely had the the best two weeks of her life in these games. She had, uh, well, maybe not so much this week. Last week, she had Amari Cooper, who went off for like a million points, and Julio Jones, who went off, and uh, Njoku, or Peyton Barber went off last week. She had like, I don't know, she had like 120 points or something. She hasn't scored over like 50 all year long. (laughs) It's like just in time for the playoffs, babe. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just in time <laughs> for your second win of the season. Yeah, not, not bad. 
Honestly, a decent little competition all season, uh, minus her maybe a little bit. Wasn't there like a lot of above five hundred teams? Yeah, but her between her and Phil, it yeah. was pretty bad. I but. won. I was five and zero. I was at the top of the mountain, and I won one game after that. Yeah, what yeah. a fall from glory to go. for you, so, Yeah, Stefan Doug's epic collapse. So honestly, that's a that's a attention deficit that disorder. Also could have been, that also could have been maybe mitigated a little if you would have switched back to biscuit garbage. When you were halfway through your slide, but didn't I switch? Uh, I thought I switched for like two games and I kept losing. I switched back and then I won. I don't think so. I Maybe think you I were didn't. Stephon Doug's yeah, entire season. Fuck. The best, too lazy. The best of everything was Hobie. I was about to say that. Hobie too. had like number one pick overall. Had had a, a pretty decent team, um, but he just got <laughs> he just played people at the wrong times. Minus like. Clint, one of the games that he won, so he <laughs> he played Dom. Uh, he played Dom week one, lost ninety seven to one nineteen. Played Mike the next week, eighty five to one fourteen. Beat Clint eighty to fifty six. Jesus, lost to me ninety three to one oh six. Lost to Trey one oh eight. Like I mean, that's a good score one oh eight. Lost to Trey one oh eight one thirteen. Tied Tyler exactly tied Tyler, which I don't know how is possible and like points league or whatever but 112 to 112 he ended up losing based on a tiebreaker yeah <laughs> uh lost to philip 87 to 115 lost to philip that, that was that, that was my <laughs> highest game 115 points baby yeah, he, go. got, he got philip's best effort philip averaged like 70 points a game that's a bit high <laughs> he actually like did he actually did uh have a great showing against sam and sam would be pissed about this uh he won 134 to 122 and then he lost 69 to 102, 65 to 112. He went on a little streak here, 66.8 to 50. Wow. Each time that he played Clint, Clint had 56.6 points. <coughs> what kind of sorcery is that? Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Lost to Trey 93 to 96. Pretty but, bad. But the funniest thing about the whole situation is the first person to chirp was Hobie. Yeah. After the draft, he goes, oh, boys, I feel good about he this season. He felt real good <laughs> about his team. he just chokes on a fat one and goes four and nine. Because he had Gurley, but after that, everybody on, like, Gronk had a miserable mm, year. Miserable. I think he had, like, didn't he have Tom Brady or yeah, somebody? Yeah, Tom. He, dropped, he ended up dropping Tom. No, no, Tom's on his bench. <laughs> he didn't even, he, like, he had no receivers. Defense is miserable. All the things. <laughs> All the things. Yeah, it looks like Ridley is his best receiver. <laughs> that ain't good. Uh, poor curtains. Poor, poor beef poor curtains. Just got slapped around all season. Speaking of curtains, baby beef curtains is here now. Baby beef curtains has entered the world. Little seven pound, four ounce baby beef curtains. Can, so, grats to Hobie and Hobie and Mac. Little guy, just <clears throat> sleeping all the time. You know who he looks like? I feel like, and this doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but he kind of looks like Kobe. I feel. Yeah, that could be Kayla's younger, not Kobe Bryant. I was gonna say, <laughs> sick. Can you imagine if you look like Kobe? Imagine if he had his jumper too. That's <laughs> assassin mentality <laughs> to be determined. <laughs> the Kobe start calling him Do Vino. Better. Vino, Black Mamba, Baby Mamba. Baby mm. Oh, Baby Mamba, Baby Beef curtains. Who knows? <laughs> he makes it big in the league. They're like. <laughs> Like, what was your nickname BBC. growing up? Uh, baby Beef Curtains. <laughs> what does it mean? He's like, ah. Something my dad used to say all the time. <laughs> my dad and his friends used to call me it, so I don't really know. <laughs> what Holy else? Shit. 
Is that it? You got anything? I got really low energy levels this week. Oh, come on. Maybe the Christmas on? episode on Friday will cheer you up. Maybe. Fuck. Anything else going on in your world, Phil? Oh, yeah. Tell <coughs> us about your new little job there, bro. Oh, yeah. And, um, and what else is going on? You're a, you're a freaking graduate, ain't you? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> a little hesitation. Um, anyway, about my new job, which I will probably... This will probably be one of my last weeks of podcasting, maybe. Wow. So. Rip. But uh, <laughs> got a job in Linden. Going to go back to farming. Nice. That isn't dealing with not pigs. On, not on the simulator? Real nope. life? Well, I'll probably have good to go. <laughs> got to practice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, going to move back there. Got a house. Going to be able to walk out my front door, take a piss, and not see a stoplight for Stop counties lights. and... That's what I look for the first thing I walk out of my house. <laughs> I can't see a stoplight from my house here. Well, it must be fucking nice. Neither can you. Yeah, you can. Where? I lived on that street. <laughs> Just okay. up the road. Yeah, up the road. Hey, they put one right there at the camp field in uh, Mont or whatever, Anderson. So you might be able to see it from the Yeah, I know porch. they put a fucking big one in there. Yeah. That crossing lady still, still uh, sits there. Even though there's a stoplight. Even though there's a light that makes you stop, yeah. (laughs) Government tax money. Going to work. Mm -hmm. So you're farming with old Mr. Greg Schultz. Oh, yeah, old Greg. Going to be the young Mm -hmm. man back around there. I'm excited. Do a little everything, right? Cattle, row crop. Cattle, row crop, hay. Jeez. Full gamut. And I won't have to deal with pigs. So excited. I won't have to hear a pig squeal. You're going to fucking miss it, honestly. No, dude. Oh You're going to miss him going. <laughs> Good thing is you get to get elbow deep in some cows. I can't wait. Nothing I haven't done before. <laughs> <laughs> elbow deep Yikes. in something. <laughs> <laughs> Couple cows. Yeah. <laughs> Couple. <fucking> double elbow. <laughs> Couple heifers. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, excited. When Two cow, you- one cowboy. You start soon though, um, for some sometime around the first. Cool. Hopefully not the first. That would make my New Year's pretty lame. <laughs> but fuck them. New Year's party at Phil's place. I was gonna say right out there where we can't see no stoplights. <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> move in a few days before then, twenty eight, twenty nine, something like that. Well, that's gonna be real bitch because I have a Honda. I also have a bed, a big ass TV, a dresser, a drum set, a desk. That'd be impressive to get all that stuff in your car. I was about to say, <laughs> the drum set takes up the whole Honda. You're just gonna hook up the cattle trailer to the uh, to the car. I got to. a hitch on my Honda. Might have to just get the gooseneck and put it through the sunroof. <laughs> just hold, hold it. Yeah, hold, hold it. Rig something. <laughs> just hold the ball. Tie to the gear shifter. <laughs> oh shit! Strap it down like Clark Griswold. Good. You can make that work, honestly. Phil's no. going to be the Get guy a that... toe straps. Mm. Strap your bed to the hood All of your you gotta car. All you got to do is roll windows down and run some toe straps through the roof. That's yeah. true. Cracks my ass up. Except you're going to be like, You're going to be spending every morning at fucking Casey's at the old guy sitting in the booth and then buzzards for lunch and... Amigos at night. Amigos at night. Coffee at 3 o'clock at... Lamont. The, Coffee the old call. 66 or Lamont. Yeah. It'll suck. Okay, so at what point do you start wearing overalls? Right away. Dude, I've been wearing overalls. What do you think I wear at the pig farm? 
So do you have to farm? I'm talking twenty four seven. Oh, with no shirt underneath the key button overalls. With one oh one God. strap or two strap? Uh, probably just one. I feel like I should be a little older. I don't know. I do have I the chest know. here for it, though. Oof. Okay, you can wear a shirt. <laughs> you said no shirt. In the summer. Fuck, I'm just kidding. I mean, in the summer, you cut them off into, into, into shorts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get innovative, you maybe. Do that, and you still got to wear your uh, steel-toed boots. With You got to wrap the laces around them to mm-hmm, tie them. You mm-hmm, just have. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Do you have to farm in uh, starter athletic shorts in the summer? Is that part of the requirement for yeah, Schultz? When do you he start does, wearing yeah. your hat on the very top of your head? <laughs> yeah. You button it down like three sizes too small so it just fits just on the very crown there. of your dome. Like a yarmulke. Farmer's yarmulke. <laughs> <laughs> you start saying, you understand that? <laughs> you understand, young man? <clears throat> no, I'm very excited though. It'll be fun. Good. We're excited for you. When are you going to host us to your new house? We ought to break her we in, maybe. Better break her in. Better have Schultz over, drink some whiskey, too, huh? Oh, my God. We get Schultz God. on the cast. Whoa. I don't even know what to think, honestly. Oh. Dom's energy levels at all time low. Yeah, today. I can't do anything. We need to get to the Christmas cast for Dom. I don't know if that's going to help at all, but we can try. You know the breast sweat? I don't know. Something's, on, something's on your mind. Show us the best way. <laughs> best way to spread Christmas cheer is sing loud for all to hear. Dom, do we need to sing a Christmas song? Speaking of which, joy to the world. I'd like to. <laughs> I'd like to uh, uh, discuss the Grinch in the room who doesn't have lights on his house. Whoa. Oh, Shots fired. Way. You seen those steeps on there, bud? Hey, you can get a ladder. Fall restraints, bud. My life insurance is good. Ain't you ain't got to get on the roof. You can put them on the gutter. Put them on the gutter. Put put them them in the there's no gutter on put the thing. The, you don't have to what? put them on top of the roof. Around the house. The you know where my gutter is in the front yard? Should we save this for the Christmas episode? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Okay. All right. It's great Let's wrap up. Friday. Let's wrap up. Founders. Dirty bastard. I don't like the fact... I still... I can't get over that. That It says brewed for us. How fucking selfish. Is it US though, maybe? Maybe they're saying for uh, us, as in who brewed it. What if they're considering as in the founders? For us, so you read that and you're like, "Oh, I'm one of them. This is exactly. Let's fucking go." I don't believe that. I can't get. I think they're trying to. Dude, they're so bad into. uh, You think they're trying to say they brewed it for themselves to drink, and they're just. By their, the kindness of their heart, yeah, kindness of their heart, they're just yeah, gonna share. I can't with be them. right. Like, I, I know I saw it. I was yeah. definitely. I just tipped my head back, dude. Mike was, uh, Mike was, wrong? Mike was jiggling that earlier. It looks like curry sauce. It didn't look good at the bottom. Curry sauce, doesn't it? It's got some chunks of something in yeah. there. I'm going thumbs down. Whoa. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna echo that statement. Thumbs down. Uh, it wasn't too, too bad, but there's something sweet in it or tangy. I didn't really enjoy. I, I am going to go thumbs down as well. Doll, what do you think of it? Thumbs down as well. Thumbs Doll, down thumbs from thumbs the down. gallery. Peanut gallery. Uh, thumbs down? Well, I was going to give it a thumbs up till I got to the very bottom, and there's a lot of stuff floating in it. I don't think that... It's almost like it's a wheat. It looks like yeah, what you would find like in a wheat. It's like an unfiltered uh, boulevard wheat. It's like egg drop soup. It's got pulp Sweet in it. Sour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like egg chops. It kind of looks like the unfiltered uh, apple cider. Easy to choke down. 
Sure. So uh, you're giving, giving it a thumbs down? Yeah. I, I mean, I kind of like the taste of it, but I don't know what this floaty stuff is. When I you swirl like- that around, that literally looks like a sauce that you'd put on like <laughs> some sort of Chinese chicken. <laughs> some sort of brine. Is curry Chinese? No. It's not. <laughs> Were you looking at me to stand okay, up for it? It doesn't have to be. I <laughs> you look at so me like, I look I like curry, and then you're doing that. I'm saying, okay, now that looks like something you would drizzle over some kung pao chicken or something. Why don't you read a I mean, fucking book and like you drizzle sauce over kung pao like chicken? You fucking might. You fucking don't, though. You might, but you don't. Could you? No, you toss it in sauce. It looks like a lot of things, but kung pao chicken sauce wasn't the first. Thing no, that came are to you mind. kidding me? It looks like it, it's exactly what mine said. It looks like the bottom of apple cider when you have like. I don't the, know. It looks and tastes like fuck, though. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a double thumbs down. Every- from Phil. <laughs> Phil's Phil's doubling down on his rating. It is. I'll give it a thumbs up. I like the taste. I'm a little sketched out by this stuff, but you know what? It doesn't have fucking sweet potato in it, so I'm. Oh yeah, it's better than that one. Nah, disagree, dude. Way I, disagree. I don't know. I'd rather have the sweet potato. Thanks for listening. Catch us on Friday for our Christmas episode. That will be the 21st. So just a couple days there before Christmas. And by a couple, I mean a few. Friday. Friday. Getting the kids ready to go to golf tournament for Christmas, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk to you on Friday. TTYL.